Okay, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Planet Funk on 313.fm. Right now in the background, got new music by Ghetto Blaster and Mad Villa. It's called Tear the Club Up, if you can't figure that out on your own. <laughs> little reboot of a classic. I think I still have the, uh, the original on vinyl with the acapella on it, too. I want to say uh, shouts out to everyone tuning in. Huge thank you to everyone that tunes in, uh, both live and the uh, recording as well. Uh, hopefully, soon, we'll be able to uh, all hang out in person again at uh, Urban Bean, where we usually do our broadcast. But from now, for now, still, we're in the basement just broadcasting. So uh, Tonight is going to be part two of the 7-inch 45s mix. I went through like half of, well, not all of half of my collection, but one of the crates full of records. And uh, tonight I got a second one um, with a ton of 45, so we'll see how many I get through tonight. But before that, uh, I actually had the pleasure of uh, catching up with a New York-based artist, Desna, to uh, discuss her new EP as well as other things uh, that's coming. Her, her EP is going to be released this Friday. It's called Fro Fro. It's really good. Um, has uh, two tracks and a remix as well. Uh, oh, this actually, I almost forgot to mention, uh, this track in the background, the, uh, the Ghetto Blaster one, uh, just came out uh, recently, I believe. Um but it's out on uh, Desert Hearts label, so you can get it now. But yeah, uh, Desno's album, Fro Fro, comes out Friday. And like I mentioned, uh, I got to uh, speak to her about it. So I was going to let that play for a minute. And uh, also got an exclusive one-hour mix from her that is absolutely banging. I didn't listen to the whole thing through yet, but I kind of skimmed through it to get a feel for it before I played it. But uh Gonna let this track finish out over the interview a little bit, and then the next few tracks you hear will be the ones off of the EP. So, again, thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Desna. Thanks so much for having me. How are you doing? Uh, good. One thing uh, I was curious about because you are based in New York, right? Right. Are you originally from there? No, I'm from um, the South. I'm from Florida and Texas. Okay. Uh, but I've been in New York for 10 years. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I still, I feel like I'm from New York now. <laughs> were, were you involved in, in dance music when you were in Florida in Texas too? I mean, I, I was a little bit sheltered growing up, but growing up in the 90s, I remember like break beats was really popular in florida yeah, miami breaks uh, yeah and uh, when one, i started dj uh, uh i see yes i see and irene and jazzy jeff i mean these are all the artists i came to know and i would hear their remixes on the radio and i was like a little kid so i i just knew i liked the beat i didn't know that it's considered break beats or whatever so i think that was my introduction to electronic music because it was played often on the radio they would do remixes for 
whatever songs were out. So um, that's kind of, but then when I came to New York, it was just a totally different vibe. I mean, what the people, like, I think what people in the South listen to versus what New York, New York's electronic scene is different than anywhere else in the United States. I guess it's a little more close to Europe for the underground scene, but it still has its own sound. So that's when I was really understanding what house music was, and what it sounded like, and like what what the New York, like this tribal techno sound was too. And, you know, I was seeing Victor Calderon and Danny Tanaglia playing, and I was starting to get a better sense of, um, you know, electronic music. I, I didn't understand that there were so many genres of it, and there was like a whole culture behind it until I came to New York. Now, one thing I was, I was curious about is, uh the uh the ep um that we're gonna have playing in the background here do you um have a release date for it yeah it's this friday oh okay so very soon so this being on uh, wednesday would be perfect for it yeah. um now the uh the name of it is there any story behind that or specific reason why you called it that so there is a uh, a band called Fru Fru, and um, they had like some popular songs. I don't. I think it was like you know 2005, 2006, and I really liked the name a lot. And Fru Fru's like the definition is like uh, a rustling noise, um, and I thought that was kind of cool. And sometimes when I'm trying to name tracks because tracks you know it's hard to not have a recycled name for a track these days so i do go into like thesaurus and i try to like put in how i feel like the track sounds and and, and play with the words and see what the synonyms are and uh, frufru had come up i don't remember exactly what i was typing in but it just resonated with me uh based on the band and then when I saw what the definition was, I was like, okay, that's how this track makes me feel. So that's kind of how it came about. Awesome. Now, do you think yeah. they, they uh, do they know about the, the track by any chance or? I don't think no. so. <laughs> it's like an indie band, I don't think it is, with no association. <laughs> it would be kind of cool, you know, if they found it and they're like, oh, this is dedicated to us. <laughs> that would be so cool, right? <laughs> Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll listen to the well, you know, podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, they're tuning in. They're going to find out. <laughs> hey, Fru-Fru, if you're listening, shouts out, right? <laughs> Shout out. You're awesome. <laughs> um, also, because uh, there's there's three tracks on the EP. Um, of course, mm-hmm. the title track, Fru-Fru, and then uh, the other one. Sinuosity. Sinuosity. Is there any, any like story behind that food. name? No, again, um, it's something that I'm, I'm sure... I actually want to tell you. You know, you make this stuff like months ago and then it gets put out and that's how release plans work. So then sometimes you forget <laughs> some of the pieces that came together throughout the process, right? Um, yeah, so sinuosity, the definition is the ability to curve or bend easily and flexibly. And I think, I, I mean, I know what the track sounds like. I understand that because of the flow of it. And that was a really easy track for me to make. I took parts from other music I had already made. So I remember it just kind of like, I think I put it together within one day. And maybe that's probably why I named it that. So I had no idea 
Um, and I'm learning as I grow as an artist to maybe not be so set in stone with what tracks I think go together. Um, when I first came out as Desna, it was three years ago. And um, I, I remember last year is when I slightly changed my sound. So I was experimenting again with like different stuff. And I sent uh, Simona because we're releasing on her label. Um, actually, yeah, I was going to ask sent, you about Simona as well, but go ahead. Yeah, um, I, I sent her the tracks for her live stream. She started tagging me. I, I had heard of her, but I didn't quite can make, connect the dots um, about who she was until this year. I had a release on set about, um, and it was doing really well. It's uh, one of the tracks got to 13 on the Beatport Top 100. And so she was tagging me in her playlist for oh, Beatport. Nice. And, and we just had an instant affinity for each other. Like it was like a spontaneous liking and she, she's just so sweet and so warm. And um, I was like, hey, do you want me? So I just, you know, had finished some music a few months ago. Do you want me to just, uh, you want it for your live stream? And she's like, yeah, send me music. And I sent her it and I hadn't shot these tracks yet. I mean, I have, you know, I had like 15 tracks that I, COVID was just starting. So I was like, well, it's kind of pointless to shop music right now. But I sent it to her and she's like, hey, can I sign Fru and Sinuosity? And I want to do a remix of Fru And that's just, it, it happens so easily, so organically. And awesome. here we are. That's actually the question I was going to ask is uh, mm -hmm. who reached out to who for the, the uh, remix if, if she wanted to do it or if uh, you were looking for remixers or how that came about. So that's, that's awesome that you liked it so much. She offered to Yeah, it was really cool. And, and I love when that happens. Same with my relationship with Matadi. Christopher said about the release I had at the beginning of the year, he reached out to me from a release I had on Tronic and just said, hey, let's do something. And I sent him music and then he's like, hey, can we collab on this track? One of the tracks I sent him, he liked, but he's like, I think I can make it sound a little bit different. Do you mind? And that chart got, you know, that charted really well on Beatport. So I love when I don't put effort into things. I just flow. I think that's that's just the best thing when you're, you know, in that creative space and everything just kind of comes together seamlessly. Now, you mentioned earlier it's coming out on her label. Uh, do you want to give a mention to what that is in case people want to look it out and check out all the releases on it? Sure. It's Cuckoo. I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> yeah, Cuckoo I just, Records. I didn't want to try to butcher it. Yeah. And she has posted about this. It's Japanese. The Rikuku is Japanese. Okay. Uh, it's something that was all over the airports in Japan. So she looked it up. I don't remember what the meaning is on the spot, but that's how she came up with the name for the label. Um, I think the label's only been out for like a couple years, but she's had some solid releases on it. She obviously has like a ton of like cool artist friends. So. Um, I think it's a really powerful up-and-coming label uh, based out of Berlin. So yeah, shout out to them, and uh, I'm excited to be part of it. Is this EP gonna be like a single for an album, or? I'd be really honest with you, because I think the people tuning in are like real music heads, and they might want to know how, I want to know how people feel about it. Um, I've been out as Desna, like I said, for three years, so I get really mixed advice on this. My heart wants to put out an album because there's more to me than just techno. Um, and I feel like I want to show 
different sides of myself musically, but then sometimes my team is like, maybe you should wait until we do some more big touring um, and then put put that out. But then we're in a phase where people aren't going out, they're listening. Yeah. So it might be a great time to do a project like that and, and put a visual component to it as well and have some cool videos out. So I'm really contemplating it because I, I do feel like uh, showing other people other parts of myself. Like I don't, I don't want to be an artist that only makes a certain style of music. But I play instruments and I, I have like I'm a musical person. So I, I would love to do, I would love to have some ambient tracks and experimental stuff all mixed in with the techno that I'm making. So people can kind of get a bigger picture in mind of who I am. Do you have anywhere people can follow you for mixes or tracks or anything like SoundCloud, MixCloud, Facebook, yeah. Instagram? I've kept it con very congruent. I'm Desna Music throughout all my platforms. D-E-S-N-A. It means the right one in Croatian. Oh. Or it's a river in Russia, so that's... <laughs> Do you have any ties to those nationalities or...? <laughs> No. no. <laughs> I, Is I this was, a cool cool word? Well, no, I was trying to come up with a name. It's actually a goddess name too, but it had so many diverse cool meanings and it's actually a physical place too. So I just thought it was cool and it hadn't been used yet. So I was like, wow, I don't know why this name hasn't been used yet, but what a cool find. And that's how it became. Desna is also like a, kind of an androgynous, androgynous name too, where unless you look me up, you kind of wouldn't know if it's male or female. And I, I do like that too. Um, now I'm curious, obviously uh, we're not touring or anything right now, but do you have any regular like, podcast or, or radio shows that you do? So I have had a lot of live stream requests, um, thankfully during this time. And um, it's not, I don't have a consistent residency anywhere, no. Okay. But, do you have um, any streams coming up that people can check out? I do. Uh, Data Transmission, uh, Simona has a monthly show or bi-weekly show. I can't remember, but I think it's monthly and so i'm going to be the guest mix and stream for their show august 25th oh uh, do you know the website or i mean i'm sure people can probably just google um, data transmission it's under da yeah data transmission i think is there's no other thing in that handle it's just data transmission on soundcloud um and then if you go to their uh instagram page on august 25th i'm sure they're gonna pre-announce it as well so I mean it's just I, I do get I do get booking requests for part you know there's a movement right now happening where you know there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of people partying and it's a big question mark right now because the entertainment industry a lot of people work in this industry and they have to survive too so like where do we draw the line in the sand like are you contributing to the problem or you just have to pay your bills and you're trying to throw parties as safely as possible. And this is coming up a lot, right? Yeah, you know, no, that's, yeah. that's one thing that I've really been kind of keeping an eye on, on social media. Um, a lot of businesses I see, uh, some of them like small venues even where you're like, what are you thinking cramming, you know? 100 people down there you know even if you tried to social distance you can't it's it's hard one because i mean uh, it's just 
I get both sides. I get, you know, you don't want to go to a party and then have someone come down with, with the virus. But then, you know, if you do an outdoor event with limited capacity, but enough people there to make money and you enforce mask wearing and you take people's temperatures, I, I don't know. I just don't know what's the what's going to be the protocol moving forward either. I know that in New York, they have they're trying to come up with a test where you can tell if someone's positive within five minutes. And I think that's just kind of where the focus needs to be. Because as soon as we get something like that with, you know, strong accuracy, then I think people will be more open to allowing open air events and, and life to start even getting more normal. Yeah, because the, the hard part too really, is... Yeah, the lot, hard part is of, if you're asymptomatic yeah, that's and you what don't I was have a say. fever, then you, you're not going to... No one's going to know. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky time, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel so bad for so many people are just suffering, you know, and it's like, it's it's not the first time a pandemic has happened, but it's the first time a pandemic like this has happened in our lifetime. It's just, uh, I hope, I hope moving forward with viruses in the future, that there's in, implemented ways to continue life without having to suffer this much. Now, do you do you think? I'm curious. Uh, I, I honestly have no intent of, of doing it because this radio station's always been free. It's, you know, I, I know I don't even have commercials or anything in it. But I, I'm curious if you see it as a possibility or maybe even see it as uh, inevitable of uh, like paid uh, streamed events. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know how I feel about it because everything online you can get essentially for free when it comes to entertainment that's on YouTube or whatever. Paid streams, I personally don't think I would do it because I wouldn't pay to see a stream because I don't I'm in my house or I'm somewhere I'm not with. The, I think the biggest thing for electronic music and I think it might make sense I don't even know if it makes sense for a concert, but I would see it more value in that maybe. But the whole point of electronic music is to be together vibing with each other. Really, that's how I see it. I see that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it uplifting. And you get, you know, you go home feeling revived versus maybe other types of music. Um, so I've even struggled with streaming in my studio with no bodies with me because right. I it really thrive off of energy it's all energy for me so you take away the people and I'm kind of like okay what's the point of this like it's it's been a struggle for me honestly and that's why I want to experiment with some other music and and try some different things right now because for me and maybe I didn't even know this before but I've learned that this year that a big part of why I do this is I really thrive off the energy of other people and being together with seeing everyone in unison, you know, vibing to the same thing. It's just a really powerful statement. So paying for streams, I personally don't see the value in it, but maybe other people do. Now, one thing I, I'm curious, maybe I was going to be coming on two things um, because uh, I, I know you, you mentioned like a lot of things like obviously you can go to YouTube, watch stuff for free and stuff. I wonder if like a subscription thing could be maybe implemented to make some money, but not necessarily like a necessary thing. Kind of like 
you can watch YouTube, but you can also subscribe to YouTube Premium where you're not getting commercials and stuff. So could you have like a Twitch stream where it's yeah. like every, you know, half hour you're going to get an advert for, you know, Naroko Razors or something like that. But then if you if you subscribe, you won't have any advert cut-ins or, you know, even one of the biggest online uh, electronic music broadcast uh, digitally imported di.fm you know you can have the pr- the free one where you can still listen to any genre of electronic music but then you can have like a, a premium subscription where you're not going to get adverts and stuff and i wonder if like some of these bigger i mean yeah. i know it's commercial it's not really our scene but like ultra music festival you know if they had like a okay we're gonna we're going to uh, do ultra music festival online and you can watch for free or you can pay the premium and get no commercials or you know no ad breaks or whatever yeah i see i would see i see value in that for sure i do uh 100 and um i think that that would make sense um i mean even even my membership on youtube is youtube red so i don't get any ads but um but yeah I, it's still it's just everyone's trying to navigate through this and um I do know I've seen so many different ideas like festivals for next year having to do like you're basically paying for your own box so everyone parties in a field but like in their own cubicle kind of really that's, and they, they it's just, like an they, enclosed thing it's like um it's like little bleachers kind of in, in boxed around so I guess you're box can fit 10 to 20 people but then the next box is distanced away from that one so it's all spread out in the field and oh so like, like you come in with you and your family or you and your friends and you get that section right but then when i heard this news i have a friend that works at a hospital saying that they uh, are coming working really hard on coming out with this test that you can tell in five minutes if someone's positive or negative that just makes a lot more sense to me so we can just continue with our lives <laughs> right <laughs> I, I saw one it was uh, I think in the Netherlands you come in and you had to sit down on a chair in a club and like the sets were like 45 minutes or something so you just come in and like oh. sit down and watch a DJ play for 45 <laughs> minutes and then leave <laughs> oh interesting yeah I mean you know the, the one thing that's great about the human spirit is people always find a way right like everyone's gotten kicked so hard this year no matter what industry you're in for the most part and the human spirit i mean partying will never go away i know some people post like the future of clubbing and all that i'm like no they're gonna figure it out (laughs) people have to release their stress and their tension and they're gonna figure this out so yeah it's been a weird year but i don't think we're gonna go through this next year i think it'll get figured out Um, But I did a lot of vinyl streams um, during COVID, uh, which is something that I thought I could show my fans another side to me. I don't I don't really ever bring records to play gigs because it just I don't see the point in playing like one or two and making um, them, you know, the people there set up turntables for me to play one or two records in my whole set. I think that would be a weird move. So um I'm kind of the kind of person, if I'm going to play vinyl, I'm only going to play vinyl. If I'm going to play with CDs and a USB stick, then I'm only going to do that. So I did like three streams vinyl only uh, during during this whole time. And, and that was really cool because 
The type of music I collect uh, on vinyl is different than how I play um, live. So that was really fun. And yeah. it was it was a cool thing to show people that I I like really industrial techno too. And I also have like a lot of minimal, uh, minimal stuff. So I got yeah, to showcase that, which was fun. Not to knock off playing on CDJs, but I just don't think, I think when someone's playing vinyl, there's something a little more mesmerizing about it. It kind of like draws you in a little bit. So I was like, okay, this might be more entertaining to watch too. Because I think about it from what I like to watch. I don't so much want to watch someone with two CDJs necessarily. I don't, there's something wrong with that. I'm not dogging it. I'm just saying it's different when you're in a club and there's a lot more stimulation going on. But, you know, if someone's doing uh, a vinyl set, I think you you automatically kind of want to watch a little closer. So. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a, there's a little more preparation in it too. Whereas, you know, you bring yeah. a USB, you got ten thousand songs, and you're just kind of like scrolling through, like eh, maybe this one, maybe this one. Where it's vinyl, like unless yeah. you're like, you know, crazy like oh, me and get... bring two crates of eight hundred forty fives. You know, if you're just packing get... a crate with twelve inches, you uh, kind of got to like pre-plan and know what you want to bring for the, the event. Oh yeah, how stressed. I haven't done that yet. I haven't played. I, I played at a record shop, which is different. Even though I did have to prep for it. I played at Halcyon here in New York before it closed. And it was great, but to play a gig in a big club all vinyl, I would love to do that. And I, I will do that at some point in my career. I just haven't. And I, I just think it's well, stressful. Like if, if you ever, if any, once this yeah, all go goes away, if you ever make it out to Detroit, let's make that happen. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Let's do it. Um, I would love to. Um, I, I, I love uh, when I play out now, I use the TRA, the drum machine. So my sets are all hybrid. Um, I also have a sequencer that sometimes I bring because I like to have way too much to do because just playing off a USB six does get a little bit boring for me. I have to like be doing stuff and I don't like flicking through tracks, just trying to like <laughs> keep busy yeah, I don't, well you know you just like after you've been doing this a while and you master something i need something else to do and then i don't want to go live because i'm terrified to trust the computer i don't know when i first started out as a dj out just go spend like a million dollars and get you know an 808 uh, yeah yeah i know, you know? like <laughs> steven bodson is that how you say his name his setup is like crazy <laughs> Um, no, I'm not, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I, I am minimal too. Like, I, that's the thing is I don't want, I think when you're doing that many things and granted, he does a great job connecting with the crowd, but then you might, I might lose the connection, right? If you're doing like a million things up there, but you never know. I might evolve into that and I might be eating my words in a few years because I do like to be busy too and have like stimulation while i'm up there well i guess we'll, we'll leave that detroit club set open it'll it'll either be all vinyl <laughs> or it'll be like the oh, craziest my. hardware where we sat where we have to set up like 10 tables for all your gear <laughs> the problem with that is i get very stressed out even when like i've wired something incorrectly in here like you know i'm like i drive myself crazy when you know sound isn't coming out or something's happening i'm just and that's why I don't think I could ever go live because I, I get stressed really easily if like, wait, I set it all up. Why is it not working? It's probably, yeah, probably not for me, but we'll see. <laughs> so I want to say a huge thank you uh, to Desna for 
talking with us earlier, and as I mentioned, we got a absolutely banging hour long mix that she provided with us uh, provided us with as well. So you are tuned into Planet Funk on three one three dot FM. Hopefully, the uh, audio and everything is working fine now because we were having some connection issues earlier. Um, but the whole thing's getting recorded, so if you missed a little bit of it, you can always check the recording later. But I uh, also want to say a huge shout out to Tom um, for being my offsite tech support there for a minute. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, Desna, and you are tuned into 313.fm.
promises, that's all you ever do. Make promises you ain't gonna keep. But I'm not waiting no more.
Again, I want to say a huge thank you to Desna for sending in this mix, for talking to us earlier. Make sure you check out her EP this Friday, Fro Fro. Yeah. Um, so, about to uh, kind of completely switch gears here because, uh, like I said, I'm doing all 45. So, yeah, here we go. <laughs> And now for something completely different. Got me high, 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 got me high
stay downtown. Well, I miss my bus. I know I'm late. I gotta do something I know I hate. I'm gonna walk to work. Fifteen bucks, I already got a hole in my socks. Go ahead and laugh. That's okay, cause what I really wanna say, I got bad feet. My corns hurt. To top it off, I'm late for work. Let me tell you what I say when I'm dealing with a fucking sidewalk. Let me show you how I walk when I gotta do my funky walk. Let me tell you what I say when I'm thinking what I fuck is sidewalk. I say, shh, sugar. Is that gizzards? Yes, I hear that mizzle. Is that the wizard? Sizzle, the gizzard, and gizzard, bizzard, bizzard.
nature. Wolf's club is soaking like gladiator. Galvanized like black theater. Tonight's the night, finally I'ma see you later. Shot a number for the text at the LAX. Her eyes red cause the party breaks. Make it the white horse to relieve your stress. Make some feelings, that's amalgamation. Like the loser from a touch, so it does. We try some person, yes, once you misbehave. Still a red carpet fresh, need to see what's next. You would've spent about an hour waiting. Give a glaze plantain, call a lady marmalade. Nickname, she must be salvation. The own, spill it on my hair and bone. Aroma strong, smell it like a patch of Imagination, feeling still intact. Gave her a groove back, she need rejuvenation. Loopy the central minds living in my lap. Total package looking like a car metal crack. Kiss the sky, it ain't no holding back. Visiting La La Land with sign out labels. Labels, like syrup without the maple. Whisper in the ear, situation could relate to. Before Felicia, y'all see my grace to embrace the skin face, being brought to the table. Reply, split it, that you're telling fables. Rushing out the door to put it right beneath a navel. Appetite moving, whatever the blood it takes you. Destination opulent, no, I wanna strike too. One night can change your life. Intuition on my mind, can you move it right? Cause tonight I wanna know.
right, I think that's going to do it for the night. Uh, huge thank you again to everyone that tuned in. Uh, I think I'm going to do 45s next week, too. Because why not? I still have lunch left. Also, huge thank you to Desna. Make sure you check her out everywhere on the internet. At Desna Music slash Desna Music. Um, and check out her EP coming out on Friday. Uh, also, gotta say a huge thank you to our usual host, even though we're not there right now, Urban Bean, as well as our past host, Grand Trunk Pub. And of course, uh, guy hosting all of the archived shows on our server, Mr. Jeff of Doom. Um, if you missed the beginning of this, uh, especially because of the internet issues there, uh, this episode should probably be up tomorrow. Uh, download.303.fm or just uh, go to the archived shows tab on the 313.fm website or just search for us on your favorite podcast provider and you can subscribe and get the podcast that way. So that's going to do it. Thank you again, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>